Good morning. Thanks for joining us today. I'm Emilio Despirito, and this is your show all about real estate. Excited to be here with you each and every week talking about our favorite subject, and of course, that's real estate. We've got on the line with us today several fantastic top contributors in their space. And today we've got Paul Salcone of North Point Bank. He's a sales manager. He's a loan officer. He's one of the top ranked loan officers in the state of Rhode Island. And his bank can cover all 50 states, whether you're you know, looking to finance a property or you're looking to refinance, they can help you out. And today we wanted Paul to discuss mortgage programs for investors, as well as down payment requirements and how to calculate that rental income in the approval process. Paul, great topic. Thanks for being here. Thank you, Mary, for having me this morning. Oh, always a pleasure. So that's, you know, that's such a great segment. And we do a ton of business, not only with like single family home buyers, but also a lot of our buyers are like, hey, we're interested in leveraging this thing called real estate, making passive income and really, you know, making some cash flow every month. What type of programs do you have in place for that type of person? Sure. Great question. So, you know, investment, investing right now, a lot of people out there, investors are looking to you know, buy properties and, you know, there's different ways to get financing, of course. But, you know, the traditional way I would say most uh, most investors are aware of is conventional financing. I mean, it's a it's a great program. It, you know, it's it's traditional 30 year fixed rate. Typically, um, you know, with that program, they look at a situation where, you know, 20 percent down on a single family investment property is kind of the industry norm. If you're looking mm-hmm. at a two to four unit, which most investors are looking at the multifamily properties because you know they bring in more cash flow, two to four unit require anywhere between 25 and 30 percent, depending on credit score and, and debt to income ratio. So keep in mind, you know, most investors are very shrewd. They want to, you know, maximize their return, also minimize out of pocket cost and, and down payment. So it's a great conventional is great for people, you know, high credit scores that have a lot of money, um, you know, at their disposal. You know, rates are a little bit lower traditionally because it's conventional, but they also look at with conventional financing, you have to qualify. When I say qualify, what do I mean by that? Well, you have to, the numbers have to be within certain parameters. Uh, debt to income ratio, which is something you hear all the time. With, with investment properties, you have to be under 50, ideally 45% DTI. Now, what does that mean? Well, a lot of investors who, who show, you know, who own rental properties have, you know, on their tax returns, it's called the Schedule E. They show their their rental income. Now, most people who have numerous investment properties have a tendency to have expenses, you know, write-offs. So when they look at their rental income, sure, it looks good, like they're making money each month. But then after their expenses, they're not showing a lot in the bottom line. So because of that, even though they have these properties, they normally don't qualify for conventional because the numbers don't work on on traditional, you know, financing. So, okay, so most people, I would say, I would say two-thirds of investors fall in that bucket. So with that being said, what do we have for people that maybe, you know, a great clients have good credit, but maybe the income on paper isn't always consistent with what we need to qualify. Well, we have a program. It's called the Investor Cash Flow Loan. And I, I do these investor cash flow all the time, I'm actually doing two as we speak. And this program is geared toward investors. You know, obviously the property, what they look at is what is the return on investment? What is the rental income each month? So, for example, with this program, if you're a repeat investor now, Let's just say you have a property already. You want to buy a new three or four unit. We'll look at, okay, what's fair market rent? Let's just make this easy for math. Let's say fair market rent is $2,000 per unit. You want a three, you want to buy a three unit property, say in Providence. So yeah. three units at 2000 per unit, that's 6000 a month essentially is what we expect you to make on that property. Now, if you can put down at least 20%, you only need a 600 credit score with our program, which is very, very attractive to some people. I mean, obviously conventional requires higher, um, you know, Credit score. So 600 credit score or higher, 
20% down as long as a new mortgage, principal, interest, taxes, and insurance is less than what the rents will be, you qualify. So think about that. You, you want to buy a property in Providence. I use, for example, rents are 6000 a month. Say the property is you know $600,000, for example. Let's say the mortgage comes to 4500 a month. You qualify. You just have to have the credit score and the 20% down. And then we look at how we calculate rental income. This is important. With this program, obviously, if there's lease agreements in place, we're going to go by lease agreements. But if there's a month-to-month situation or if it's something where the, the you know property, no one's living there, we'll go by fair market rent that the appraiser determines. And keep in mind, you know what we can do, if we can provide them with comps for higher rents, we can give the appraiser a good idea of what rent, rent should be at. So essentially, it's a way, a no-doc loan, where you can use rental income and 20% down to qualify for a mortgage. No tax returns, no pay stubs, no W-2s. I mean, you're an investor who's very busy, who wants to get this done in a timely manner. Beyond hard money, there's not much else that's any easier than this. That's right. That's right. It, it, it's, it's desirable. Sorry, Emil. Go ahead. No, 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 Paul. So that's an interesting program. And it's the Investor Cash Flow Loan. And if you're just tuning in, we've got Paul Salcone of North Point Bank here talking about a really nice way you can go in with pretty much no documents, meaning, you know, it's not going to go off of your normal income. It's going to go off of that property. And typically, Paul, if I understood you correctly, if you're an investor and you're going in, you're normally paying 25 to 30 percent for a down payment. And they're going to look at all of your your 1040. Right. They're yep. going to look at all of your income. And if you have write offs and you're a business person, it's going to make it look like you don't have a ton of income because of expenses with this program through North Point Loan, the investor cash flow loan, you can go in with only 20% down, which by the way, could save you 30, 40 grand, depending on the house. You know, if you're looking around 600 or so plus for a multi and no PMI on that, there's no docs, right? So meaning it just goes off of the rent. And the other thing that I liked what you said is if the tenants are month to month, you can then reevaluate and say, hey, the, the, they're currently getting 1200 a month, but the market rent right now is 2000 a month, and that can only increase your chances of winning. Is that all correct? That's all correct. And just to add a little bit more to this program, another thing to keep in mind, I said month to month, we can reevaluate. Keep in mind, if there's such a situation where they are in um, you know, uh, maybe a lease agreement, and if we can get a, a notice to vacate letter, Sometimes yeah. they allow us to use the higher rent in that situation as well, almost like they do with an FHA loan where someone has to move in within 60 days of closing. They'll yeah. actually consider that. A couple of things I want to mention. One is you can purchase this property in an LLC versus individual. So a lot of people really? like that idea. You know, you're a business person. Oh, you know what? I want to buy in my LLC versus in my own name. And so that's something else that we can do with this program. And, and then two other things I want to mention as well. So let's say, for example, you have a situation where you want to buy this property. You know, you you you're you're you know maybe you have money in the bank, but maybe some of the money's not liquid, or maybe that you know you're like I have about fifteen percent. What can I do? Certain situations they'll allow you to gift funds, get gift funds from family members. You know, mm-hmm. most investment programs you have to have the money yourself. So gift funds are an option for your down payment. And then one other thing I wanted to mention was if you can put down thirty percent, and again I know it's more than the twenty percent we require. If a situation arises where a property, you love the property, but let's say, for example, there is a situation where there's old tenants in there who are paying lesser rent. Let's just say they've been there for 10 years and the rents are really low. And because of that, on paper, the numbers don't work, meaning you know the rents combined aren't more than what the mortgage will be. If you put down 30%, we'll actually allow you to buy the property and get only 75% of what the mortgage will be from your rents. 
and will actually allow that to happen even less than what you know the actual mortgage will be in that case with 30 percent down wow all right different little caveats and things we can do to make it more attractive and, and that's what i'm saying portfolio financing it's in-house so we kind of can make the n- numbers work if they make sense to us so paul a couple questions for you on this because i'm just i'm curious right so it sounds like north point has faith that the market is going to continue to appreciate is that right Correct. Correct. Okay. All right. So, I mean, you, you guys are in the financial game. You're, you're tracking this stuff, you know, the people at home office are tracking, you know, the market, the economy, all of this. There's so many people that are stuck in this mindset, like, oh, it's going to crash again. It's going to, it has to crash. Look, things are going to change. The markets can be cyclical, right? But I mean, when you're putting out programs like this, which are, are pretty, I want to say they're pretty aggressive. They're good for investors, right? Yeah. And I'm, yeah where investors don't really have a ton of options and prices are high, rents are going higher. But yeah, so I mean, that that to me, when I see a bank doing this, I think, okay, well, that that's a good sentiment. That's a good sign that the market is pro- likely going to continue to grow, especially over the next couple of years. Yeah, I mean, that totally... You're totally accurate. That I mean that that that's our vision. I mean, the market's going to continue the way it is. You know, obviously, inventory being where it's at, being you know lower yeah. than we're accustomed to. You know, there's still supply and demand, and I I feel even when rates go down, people talk, oh, rates are going down. When rates go down, it's actually going to make things even more, arguably more expensive because more people are going to qualify. So it's right. going to make the market even a little crazier. So I think this is a win-win situation. You're an investor. Why not put your money into real estate? I mean, it just keeps appreciating that. That's the rule of thumb. I, I don't foresee this changing anytime soon. That's right. Absolutely. Over time, real estate has been the fat, the best uh, investment, you know, with with historic overall uh, compounding growth. So it's a fantastic way to really increase your wealth. If you're looking to do something for retirement, I know a ton of people that, that buy properties and they sit on them. They get the cash flow. So it's a regular cash flow. They get depreciation in their taxes. So there's so many benefits. And then later on, when they go to sell the properties, they get to cash in. Or, or you can also do a 1031 exchange. You buy these properties now, yep. and then you can later exchange them for a like property, uh, a different kind of rental, a larger property, and keep upgrading your portfolio, which is fantastic. You You're know? absolutely right. 1031 does happen a lot. So it's something we can you know talk about more in the future, how that works as well. Absolutely. And if you have any questions at all, our listeners for Paul Salcone, you're curious, you know, hey, what can I do? Maybe I need, maybe, you know, I bought at eight and a half percent, eight percent. I want to refinance. He can talk with you about that too. Or there's other programs in place too, like we were just uh, mentioning for investors. And maybe you don't have an investment property. Maybe you want somebody to walk you through this. Well, Paul and his team and our team here at Engel and Volkers, we specialize in investment properties and we can assist you with that. It all starts with a call to Paul. Go ahead and get your mortgage in line and we're going to go ahead and give you the license to shop. It's 401-419-9291. Again, that's 401-419-9291. Let them know you heard it here on the radio 401-419-9291. 401-419-9291. He's going to go ahead and get you up, up to snuff. It's really not as hard as you may think. Paul, before we uh, jump to the next segment, can you give him a quick idea of, of what you would need as far as documentation for this specific loan? Absolutely. So really with this particular program, I would need a copy of your license and your social security number so I can run credit. I would yep. need your most recent two months bank statements for the account that the down payment's coming from. And then finally, I would need a mortgage statement for any property that you own, not because we need to look at the income. We just have to make sure that, you know, you have a history of being a, a you know, a homeowner or investor. So really just going to be 
real easy. Bank statements, license, social wow. security number, and mortgage statement for any property you own. That's all I need. That's it. 401-419-9291. Paul Salcone, North Point Bank. Paul, thanks so much. We love that program. We're going to share it with our investors as well. Appreciate you being on here. Thank you, Emilio. Have a great day. Awesome. You're very welcome. Great segment. Any additional information you need, you know how to reach us. We're going to be right back here in a couple of minutes. We've got some other great guests jumping on uh, today. Some awesome topics you're going to want to hear about. Stay tuned. This segment of the Spirito Team Real Estate Show was powered by North Point Bank. We'll be right back. Good morning. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Emilio Desperado, and this is the Desperado Team Real Estate Show. We've got some great guests on with us today, but right now we've got a fantastic guest. His name is Ted Tapuzas of Tapuzas and Associates, and Ted is an attorney with locations here in Rhode Island and also Florida, licensed to practice Rhode Island, Florida, Massachusetts, and Connecticut. And let me tell you something. Those are like the only four states outside of maybe the Carolinas and Arizona that New Englanders go to. So Ted has you covered, and he's a specialist in specifically real estate. So any questions you have, that's the guy to talk with, especially if it's legal. Ted, welcome to the program. Thanks, Emilio. Thanks for having me on. You're very welcome. Very, very welcome. Ted, you know, a topic we always get a lot of questions on, right? Buyers always come in, whether they're investors or buyers, even some sellers when they see this because they're curious on how it affects their their value. REOs, real estate owned properties, also known as they're pretty much like foreclosures, right? And short sales, aka distressed properties, properties that likely have not been maintained, that might be vacant, that might have squatters. These are properties that really have low values because they need a lot of love. Um, yeah. And, and you know, the market could change in the future. We don't know exactly when, but in the future with these properties growing in number. Let's talk about that today. Okay. All right. Great. Yeah. Thanks, Emilio. Um, I, I, I've been, as you know, I've, I'm in that business. Um, you know, my, my practice is kind of divided up between um, traditional work, uh, closing work, and then the uh, the default work. And, um, and so I, and I do cover, um, these, those states that you mentioned, um, you know, with this type of work. And, um, and I've noticed, um, although here in New England, um, we are still, um, very much in a seller's market. Um, and it's, uh, you know, like the inventory is actually probably a little bit lower, um, you know, in January of this year than it was January of last year. Um, just for perspective, uh, which clearly um, impacts um, the, uh, the the amount of um, REO work that could come our way, um, because you know clearly if uh, if um, the, the, there's a seller's market, the values are high. Um, somebody needs to sell their home, um, you know, quickly. Um, they're going to sell their home quick. Um, it's not going to go to a bank uh, that, that that you know even if they are behind in their uh, in their payments because. Banks have, uh, you know, a process that they have to follow, a loss mitigation process. It takes a little time to get through that. And, mm-hmm. uh, and also, you know, even, even if they do get through some of that, um, you put the property on the market, you get it listed for a price that makes sense, um, you're going to sell it. So, um, so that's why we're not seeing too much in the way of REO or short sales for that matter. Um, investors are buying that up. And I want, I want to take a moment here to say, listen, we do have cash investors. And if you're listening and you have a distressed type of situation, multifamily, condo, single family, if it's here in Rhode Island specifically, we have cash buyers that'll go in, buy it cash as is, nothing you need to do. 
We're going to make sure it's a fair deal. Sometimes you break even, sometimes you make money, sometimes you take a little loss. It all depends on the situation. We want you to call us direct, 401-359-2338. We'll put a deal together that is fair, get you out so you don't have to foreclose. Back to Ted Tapuzis. Yep, yep. Oh, yeah, definitely. Good, good point. Absolutely. Um, so this this kind of thing, uh, you know, you know, is not going to be something that I think we're going to see a whole lot of yet. But I think um, in in the country as a whole, I have I have availability to some data and um, and I you you are seeing some some markets soften again. Um, and I think those markets are typically the ones that that have uh, the most building that are happening. Um, ha- that has happened um, in the last couple of years, and um, and and then also um, just the ones that also went up uh, uh, dramatically. Um, so you know potentially very overvalued. Um, that that now is you know getting impacted by the increasing rates. Um, you know the uh, the uh, um, you know and and just just in general like a, a, a lighter demand for uh, for buyers getting out into the market and purchasing, you know, because they feel like, um, you know, it's probably a little bit too much for me right now. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it's definitely costing you more money per, um, you know, for, a, you know, whatever your purchase is, however much your mortgage is today than it was, let's say, you know, three, four years ago when, when the rates were extremely low. So, yeah, that's definitely impacting people's decisions to, to move forward, which, you know, is, is, um, is a difficult process, but, uh, you, you know, I think, that whatever goes up will eventually go down, and, and it's the way it is. It's cyclical. Um, you know, for example, in Florida, you are seeing a softening of the market in pockets, um, like uh, you know, South Florida, southeastern Florida, um, Broward, and uh, you know, Fort Lauderdale and, and Miami. Um, stronger, similar to here, but but softening. Um, other other parts of the state are definitely a buyer's market now. Um, oh. So so I I do believe in in certain areas like in Texas and Arizona and um, California, um, in some areas that you'll you'll see that there are um, there's this swing that's coming back, um, and which is beneficial for um, the uh, the mainstream purchaser just because you know we are very very uh, you know compared to um, uh, the the uh, the, what it costs you um, if for your housing, um, you know, per, uh, um, component in your in your in your budget um, today versus several years ago, it's a significant portion of your budget. We we are all um, at a point where potentially we're over we're, we're overvalued and and outpriced. And so we do need a little bit of an adjustment here to to make it affordable for main you know regular everyday people you know, mm-hmm. and so I do think that a a, a correction is probably going to be necessary, um, and I think that uh, that it, it's probably inevitable. Um, but I don't don't think in New England at least right now we're going to see it yet. Um, we'll probably see short sales come back. Um, and then slowly, um, uh, REO will, will start to, to, to pick up, you know, and, and last thing I wanted to mention real quick, um, is that, you know, we've had moratoriums in place for several years during COVID. That's so right. it, takes, it takes time. People, when, when, during those moratoriums, these, um, um, the, the servicers, the, uh, the foreclosing, um, uh, firms, um, they, they all dialed back their, their, um, their staff. 
Um, and so, you know, as those moratoriums um, expired a couple of years ago, three years ago now, maybe, um, it takes a little time for, you know, these, um, in, you know, these, these, uh, their inventories, their backlog to start getting worked through. So mm-hmm. it's, it's, we're getting there now. You know, I think it's, it's slowly getting there to the point where now that's, that COVID, uh, stuff is, is maybe in the, in the, um, rearview mirror, but, but, uh, not completely yet. I don't believe. I think we're still going through it. That's right. Yeah. And, you know, as, as we're talking today, Ted, I ran the numbers before the segment and I like, I love that we're talking about this right now, right? Because we have several people on the show that are investors and that are interested in not only investing here in Rhode Island, but all across the U S and maybe even other countries. And, you know, we've got a network here between you and I, where we can connect them with an advisor down in that area uh, especially Florida. You know, we have 51 locations down there, Ted. You have a location. So they're working with the right team and we can connect them. You know, if you have any questions for us, you want to get connected with, you know, and, and look for maybe to broaden your horizons. Maybe you're doing a 1031 exchange or maybe you're just moving money around, selling an asset, buying another one. Give us a call, 401-359-2338. We'll connect you with somebody down there. We'll make sure you have the right legal representation as well with Ted's office. Now, Ted, when I ran the numbers here in Rhode Island, multifamily homes, there's 139 active on the market. And you were talking about low inventory. This is the lowest inventory I've seen in multifamily since COVID happened. There's only one REO, only one real estate owned, only one foreclosure right now in the state of Rhode Island from Maltese, okay? Uh, single family homes, 654. The lowest that I've seen for single family homes was when they announced COVID a week after everyone got off the market. We went from like, you know, 1,800 listings, boom, down to 621. And I'll never forget that number. We're at 654 wow. and out of that. And out of that, between REOs and short sales, okay, short sales are when you owe, say, 400, you can sell it for 350. That's a short sale. Um, there's only 1.1% of the market, aka 13 in total, which is very, very low. Okay. And you brought up a great point, which I want to get to in a second, but condos, 175, zero short sales, zero foreclosures. You brought up a great point, Ted. And I didn't think about it until you said it, but there's a lot of folks that should be getting foreclosed on which are not for several reasons, but one of them is because of the amount of off-market deals happening. They reach out to a real estate agent. They reach out to a wholesaler. They reach out to the you know someone that buys distressed properties and they're selling it and they're breaking out of these properties. They're breaking even. They're making money. In some cases, we've made people 30, 40 grand and, and they've done nothing but, but let the property sit there and deteriorate, right? Yep. Yep. And, and they can close. You know what I want? If if you could, Ted, let's say someone is behind on their mortgage, like six months, a year even, and the bank hasn't foreclosed yet. Okay. And they've got an equity position or they, they may not know about the equity position, but let's pretend that they do. How does it work with those back payments? Does the bank take it when you close? Yeah. So they, they I mean, 
it depends on how how extreme their delinquency is um but uh, but generally you know the bank wants to get paid back so they'll they'll uh, they usually try to work out something with you um before if possible just to just to see if maybe they can modify the loan and put the uh, the delinquency whatever's uh, whatever uh, the uh, the, uh, the the loan the, the particular loan um you know has as a second um to the first um, and then give you repayment terms um, on that delinquency, um, or um, what they do is they they just collect it on a payoff. You know, I mean, it depends on on uh, you know what what your intentions are with the property. So if you're looking to sell immediately, then you'll get a payoff. It'll it'll list um, you know um, all the uh, the the interest that's owed, the principal. You know, it'll tell you when when was the last payment made. Um, if there's any extra shortage, all that stuff will come up in the payoff. And so, um, so we would then just get that payoff. Typically right now, Amelia, like you said, um, you know, like if, you, if that kind of thing happens and what we've, we've said, you know, in this segment is that, uh, usually the value is still higher than, 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 uh, than what that payoff will be and everything else, yeah. commissions and everything else in, in that transaction. And you'll end up still, um, as a seller walking away with some money, um, you know, but you got to act, um, you know, you, you, the hardest part I think is that you realize that, that there's a, you know, there's no other option. You have to act. Um, and that's an important, um, and that's, that's, it. that's a personal decision. You, you know, it's difficult to get to that point, you know, cause sometimes people think that, you know, it's, it's going to get better. Something's going to miraculously happen, but, um, but you know, you'll, know when the time is comes but you'll you'll also need to know too that you need to be realistic with that um so if there's a if you feel that there's there's you can't sleep at night and you you have issues with uh with um with that with your situation you definitely want to get rid of it the good news is for those people um the market is still very much a seller's market where um you can actually you know uh get out of that situation with um you know and maybe even make a few bucks I want to tell a quick story, if I could, Ted, about some folks that we actually helped out. I'm going to change their names, okay? I'm even going to change the location, but people are going to get the gist of it, okay? So John and Teresa in Warwick, okay? They have a home, and they're in a section of Warwick that has uh, septic systems, okay? They had a bum septic. The roof had a hole in it. The house needed a full overhaul. They didn't think that they would get any money. Foreclosure notices were coming in pre-foreclosure. They thought that they were going to have to leave this house and that they were going to have to pay in, pay back all the, the, the past bills, the past taxes, all this stuff. Well, I met with them. They gave me a call actually from the radio show. They gave me a call. I went out, I met with them, I did a fair market value analysis for them, and we found out that even if they sold as it is, in that situation, off market, without doing anything, as is to a cash buyer, that they're going to walk away with about $40,000. You know, they're able to walk away, they're able to pay everything back, they're able to pay down some credit card debt, and they had ten grand in their pocket. Can you imagine you're in a spot where you can't sleep, you're in a situation bad news, everything's crumbling around you. Well, before you let the bank foreclose or before you let any of these situations happen, you might be able to get out of there. You might be able to pay off some debt. You may be able to go ahead and live in a cushy new apartment, right? Let's talk. Give us a call. We'll walk you through it all. 401 401- 
359-2338. We have cash buyers. We have attorneys who can assist you. We've got people here that can help you out. 401-359-2338. And if you have any legal questions and you need any legal assistance regarding real estate here in Rhode Island, Connecticut, Massachusetts, or Florida, there's no better person than Ted Tabuzas and Associates to reach out to. You can contact them at taclosinglaw.com, again, taclosinglaw.com, or 855-451-0841, You're not alone in this. We can go ahead and assist you. Let us know. Ted, thanks for so much for jumping on the show with us today. Yeah, that was great. Yeah. Great segment. Great stuff. Appreciate yeah. you very much. Awesome. Very informative. Um, good stuff. Stay tuned. We're going to be right back here in a couple of moments. Um, this segment was powered by Tapuzis and Associates. Stay tuned. We'll be right back here on the, the Dispirito Team Real Estate Show, iHeartRadio, 920 AM, 104.7 FM. Be right back. Good morning. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Emilio Dispirito, and this is the Dispirito Team Real Estate Show. We're happy to have you here with us. We're streaming everywhere on iHeartRadio, WHJJ. So if you are on vacation and you don't want to miss one of our programs, go ahead and check that out. And don't forget to check out our podcast on iHeart and also SoundCloud. Follow us on social media where you can see exclusive content from the show. We've got our folks on video here. You get to see what they look like. And I've always, always, you know, when you're listening to people, you're like, what do they look like? You know, it's something interesting that our show offers. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube under uh, Dispirito Team. Just Google it. You'll find us. Go ahead and follow us. Today, I'm excited because we got our favorite mover on, and it's none other than George Metz of GMETS Moving and Storage. George is a fourth-generation mover. Man, this guy knows his stuff. You can trust him. He moves nearly all of our clients, relocates them all around the country. And today, we brought him on to talk about the so unpretty side of moving, and that's damage, repairs, and insurance options. George, thanks so much for bringing up the stuff none of the other movers want to talk about. No one ever wants to talk about it. We, it's uh, I don't want to say taboo, right? You you don't want to bring up the what could go wrong, yeah. um, and then worry that oh, I brought it up now. Am I speaking that in the truth? No, that isn't the case with us. We want to make sure that. Uh, clients are educated whether they go with us or somebody else. So knowing right. what happens um, with the insurance claims, how insurance claims work, what type of insurance are even there for the, the client, um, and then how does that all roll into a good, successful move? Um, mm -hmm. You have to have all of it and not just a piece, right? You can have great moving crews that come out and do a great job and are very personable and can get the job done. But if something goes wrong, what happens then? So today was, let's go over what happens then, so, right? So you got, and we will, but so you guys actually offer extra insurance for folks if they want it? So there's a standard insurance, which comes with every move. Okay. Now, every, every licensed mover, and I say that every licensed mover should be carrying this by law. Not the um, Craigslist heroes with the, you not, in the, the three. Right. Illegal. Right. Exactly. Even, and, and I hate to say it, you, you brought it up that you dashed, uh, uh, whatever it is, that one. Um, that company sells movers now or rents out movers. Yeah. They rent out trucks. They have, they have good storage facilities for most part from the ones that we've visited. Some of them are very good, but they now have labor that you can rent. Those guys are day laborers that are not insured. They're not licensed. 
that company isn't even licensed to advertise local moving assistance hmm. uh, because they're not licensed to do so. Therefore, they're not covering the proper insurances that go along with it. They, they, there's no need for that type of company to purchase this type of insurance unless they're a licensed mover, and they're hmm. not. Um, so those are the things that a guy slips and falls. I mean, today it's snowing, it's bad weather. You, you don't know what you're going to get. If a guy slips and falls on a customer's home and that company that they hired is not licensed or insured, all of that could fall back on the homeowner. Absolutely. Or, or the place that you leased and you're moving into for a year, two years, and now all of a sudden your mover has to sue the complex that you just moved into because they slipped and fell on ice that was on two steps. No. Um our guys, if something did happen, we have the workman's comp insurance to mm-hmm. cover everything from when they sign up to work to when they complete their day and they're back at the office punching out. So mm-hmm. everywhere in between, the customers never have to worry about a slip and fall um, or the physical uh, aspect for the guys. Uh, mm-hmm. Obviously, everybody always worries about other people's well-being, so those are the type of clients we want. Uh, yes. But at the end of the day, they don't have to worry about that side of it. We have the insurance for that. Good stuff. Then when it comes to physical damage, that's when things can come into play. So all of our trucks, there's multiple different insurance we have. So our trucks are insured for the vehicle itself. And then if you think of the box that we're moving into on the truck, Mm -hmm. so just like you pack your small box for your dishes, your living room items, those items now are going into a bigger box that's on wheels, Mm -hmm. right, the back of our truck. So we have to stack it accordingly, get it set up, but then there's coverage for inside the truck, right? So we know outside the truck is covered under our auto insurance. Inside the truck is covered under our cargo insurance. Mm. So therefore, if something happens in transit, your stuff is covered. Now we have inland marine insurance that covers everything from the home or your place of business. So everything under your roof, through the the path of least resistance from your location to our truck is covered under that insurance. So no matter what, there's multiple different layers of insurance that a licensed mover should and always have. And for us, we get insurance certificate requests all the time from apartment complexes, new um, uh, townhouses that are still managed under a specific property manager or multiple property managers. And they want to make sure that their uh, movers are insured properly so nothing falls back on them. Or if a nick in the wall gets scratched or a scratch in the floor, there's somebody with insurance that can come back and repair it. Now, just because there is insurance, there is a standard insurance. Standard Mm -hmm. insurance is free to everybody. Everybody that moves with us, no additional charge. That, that, That covers a percentage of the damage. That's the free insurance. So it is not a prorated, but it's a released uh, by the weight. So if a piece weighs 100 pounds, you're getting X amount of dollars back per pound of that 100. And then every piece is covered under that policy, no matter if it is a small lamp to uh, a very small box to the largest piece that we're moving, maybe a antique hutch or even just a brand new dining room set. It's all covered under that same insurance. Got it. That, then there is an additional insurance that, that the client can buy 
um, which is $95 per $10,000 of value that they want to insure their belongings for. So that's where the additional insurance can get a little pricey because how much value does your house have when it comes to belongings? So when you take out that additional insurance, mm -hmm. it waives our standard insurance. Got it. So now if you take out 10000 and that's all you want to do, $95, I want $10,000 worth of coverage, you should be telling us specifically what you want under that insurance coverage. Got it. So that's so you can take out the additional, and then you can always look into your standard insurance company that you already use. So your, I was going to say MetLife, but they've been going for how long now? So yeah. you you could uh, any of your regular insurance carriers that you're with now, Farmers or uh, any any one of them, you can ask them: Is there an additional insurance that will cover your stuff during the move? They have it, and we have seen it anywhere from $100 or less, and you could have your entire move covered through your, insu your insurance company. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of different ways you can insure your stuff. With us, we have repair people, so we're going to do everything we can to just get it remedied without going through insurance because it's a lot of paperwork, mm -hmm. and it takes a lot more time. But the biggest thing is, is when you're dealing with that company, you want to make sure that they have insurance. You want to make sure that they're licensed for where they're where you're going and what's going on with it, because you want to make sure that you're covered. Multiple different insurance options. And I know we're running out of time, so this will definitely be a carry on segment to how to repair and then how to control the damage after it happens and the best steps to do so. So I think today we just get over what type of insurances there are. And then we could dive into uh, and, uh, how we deal with the repair later. You know, one of the consistent things that I get from you every time I see you and, and we, you know, we meet for breakfast every single week. You, us, our, our whole crew at BNI in Providence. Yep. And and every time I hear you talking, I hear experience. I hear trust. I hear quality. And that's why I and my clients and my whole team at Englund Volkers rely on you and GMAT's moving and storage to get it done. Look. When you're moving, you already are stressed out enough. You need somebody that's going to go in and handle everything top to bottom. Make sure your stuff gets from point A to point B safely, securely, and and and, and at a reasonable price. And there's nobody better than GMAT's Moving and Storage. I mean that, George. That's why you're here. Thank that's you. why we invite you every single month to come on. Thank you so much. If you have any questions or you'd like to book your next move with GMAT's Moving and Storage, please check them out at gmetsmoving.com and that's gmets with the z gmetsmoving.com or you can go ahead and call them 401 383 6399 they're going to go ahead and take care of you tell them Emilio sent you 401 383 6399 awesome george thanks so much for jumping thank on thank you you're welcome always man. a pleasure Great Thank you. job. Awesome stuff. Hey, thanks for tuning in to the Desperado Team Real Estate Show. This segment was powered by GMAT's Moving and Storage. Stay tuned. We'll be right back in a couple minutes with the top five events happening here in Rhode Island. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the show. I'm Emilio Desperado. And on the line with us, we've got Jennifer Jaber of riblogger.com. And she's going to share the top five events happening here in the Ocean State. Jen, welcome back. Thanks for having me. Always a pleasure. What's up? What's happening? Uh, Tuesday, February 20th, Proclamation Ale turns 10 with the anniversary week um, celebration going all the way until February 25th. There'll be delicious collaborative um, beer celebrations with Garrison Beer Works, Good Fire Brewery beers. Um, beer will be dropping each day and there'll be Thursday trivia and a Friday Friends Tap Takeover at Brewery 
near and far. Um, the highlighted event will be 10 years of proc party on Saturday. So break out your oldest proclamation apparel. Um, food and beer will flow all day, and there'll be a DJ from 6 to 9.30. I love proclamation. That's probably one of my favorite breweries. The, the Tendril, that, that, uh, that, that beer, delicious. If you haven't tried it, go check that out. It's really nice. It's a... Uh, yeah american paleo i believe delicious yeah yeah it's a, yeah it's a great brewery um the original owner actually who sadly had passed away grew up right down the street from me is a wonderful human too so i have a lot of love for that place awesome um raw providence prevents impact featuring local artists february 23rd at farm fresh rhode island at 6 p.m um the event promises to be a night filled with vibrant performances stunning visual arts um, and a unique opportunity to connect with and support our local artists. Um, take the chance to immerse yourself in the dynamic world of local art. And it's from 6 to 10 at 10 Sims Avenue in Providence. Mm-hmm. Uh, February 20th to the 24th, I've d- done this with Fern when she was younger, um, is the Fairy and Gnome Nature um, nature Hike and Build at the Roger Williams Botanical Center. Mm-hmm. Uh, what will you build the nature around you? It's ideal for kids six to 12 with creative minds and feeling young at heart. Um, and all those in between, I actually had a great time doing it. So I would suggest anyone go. Um, the Botanical Center will host field trips uh, to begin your very own fairy house. So there's different times that you can sign up for. So you select a time and then you show up for your hike and build session. February 23rd to 25th is the Rhode Island RV Super Show 2024 at the Rhode Island Convention Center in Providence. The three-day event features the very latest makes and models um, in recreational vehicles, as well as factory rebates, financing, and on-spot loan approval. There'll be accessories, um, exhibits, seminars, entertainment, and much more. It's Friday 12 to 7, Saturday 9 to 7, and Sunday 10 to 5. Mm -hmm. Just in time for uh, those summer campers, Mm -hmm. because we're finally encroaching on spring again so um, before you know it yeah after february it's like march comes in roaring like the lions i think it's called i don't know yeah that's saying lamb what's that in like a lion and then out like a lamb it says so that's right that's right um and last but not least this sounds like the perfect date night uh friday february 23rd ballroom dancing class and cocktail reception is at the ballroom at the providence g Um, Make date night fun again. Bring your partner and kick off the night with hors d'oeuvres, cocktails, and a ballroom dancing class. Arrive at 6 p.m. for cocktail hour, cheese spread, past appetizers, and more. There'll be festive cocktails and a cash bar. Um, And at 7, there'll be an hour-long dance class, and it's $40 per person. So I think it's a pretty reasonable price for a dance class. Well worth it. Yeah, yeah. So um, put that in your social date book. Wow, when is that one? Friday, February 23rd. Starts at six and then the class is at seven. Sweet. Awesome. And you can check that and so many more events out at riblogger.com. And make sure if you're a local business and you have something you want to promote or a local organization, go ahead and put it in riblogger.com. Jennifer and her team will get it out there for you. No charge at all. Um, But if you do look like and you're looking for more advertising opportunities, they can also discuss their business packages with you as well. Fantastic resource, riblogger.com. Jennifer, thank you very much. Thank you. Have a great week. You're welcome. You as well. Awesome. What a great show today. Um, I'm Emilio Despirito. This is the Despirito Team Real Estate Show, where we're here with you every week talking about real estate. My phone number is 401 401- 
359-2338. Any questions you have about buying or selling or relocating with real estate, mainly residential, it's what we do here at Engel & Volkers. We're happy to assist you with locations in over 33 countries, five continents, 17,000 advisors across the globe. We can assist you in any market you are looking. So again, Emilio Desperado, thank you so much for tuning in. I'd like to thank Ethan, our uh, producer, Bill George, our station manager, Jennifer Jaber with riblogger.com, Ted Tapuzis with Tapuzis and Associates, George Metz with GMetz Moving and Storage, and Paul Salcone of North Point Bank, all for being fantastic contributors on this show and making this the best show airing in the Providence metro market. I'm Emilio Desperado. We'll see you back here next week. God bless you. Have a great week. Do something nice for somebody right now. We'll see you then.